When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for joining John Boy and Jake Radio. It is February 21st, Thursday, and we're coming to you live from Tampa on this fine Thursday morning. Couldn't do the night recording last night. We're too exhausted. So we're coming to you this morning like normal. We were tired. Tired. Got a good night's sleep. Got a good night's sleep, and so we're less tired. That's uh, how that works. I just, uh, the Metallica song really woke me up because watching the music video is equivalent to having a seizure, I think. That's, uh, I mean, what is that, early 90s? I guess, yeah. I mean, that's an early 90s. They're doing some camera stuff there that I feel like in the early 90s was cool. Mm-hmm. Strobe light effect, I'd call it. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's like a... Bitchin' song. Uh, Did Metallica write the song, the Bed of the Day song? I don't know. Those are a couple bitchin' tunes. I don't know if I'd like that if it wasn't associated with Mariano Rivera. You probably wouldn't. Yeah. What other early 90s like rock songs are you going to do? None. That's what I'm saying. I, I yeah. don't think it's a bitchin' song. You're absolutely right. Uh, the song was really dumb, though, because it's not doesn't go with the theme this week. It does. Walk up songs, walk out songs, same thing. Walk up songs. I don't know if he said walk up songs. I don't well, know. I'm going to need a clarification was, on that. You've been telling me walk up songs. I think it was just Yankee, makes Yankee no player sense. songs. Well, then there's a chance it flies, but you've been yeah. saying walk up songs. So I need a correction from someone. Entrance music. I just music. need the... F- Players entrance music. Yeah. No one's... I'm, I'll the need theme, a clarification. The theme was, I'll, I'll need to see the messages. Well, right? I'm going to clear it up for you. The theme was made knowing Mariano was going to be the fourth song. It was the first thing chosen. Right. So then the wording might have got slipped up along the way, but the theme was knowing well, that Metallica was going to play. He, I, he asked me. I said, you got to put it in there. It's the, only, it's the one song that people really associate with the Yankee player. I thought, how do we say that was the one song if that was the initial leadoff song you guys picked? I just I got to see the transactions here. Someone's head will be on a stake. It looks like it's yours. You done messed up. No, it's a good song. Good song because I like Mariano. It's one of the best closer songs. We did this. I, I forget if it was Yanks or on here, but um, Mariano Rivera, Sandman. You know he doesn't like the song. He's like I don't even. He's like when I hear that song, I it, I don't think of anything. I don't associate it with myself. <laughs> The fans associate it with me. I don't really like that song. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have the nickname Sandman? You said this the other day. Uh, no, I was wrong. So we did some okay. deep research. Uh, Francesa used to say it was because he was asleep in the in the in the dug in right. the bullpen, and the Sandman, Mister okay. Sandman, bring me a dream. So they called him the Sandman. It was his nickname. But then they asked the PR guy, and there was this whole article somewhere that did it, mm. and they were in charge of stadium music, which is a weird job, yeah. like what to play after home runs, what to do all that. And they were trying to find a song that would pump up the crowd, and right. they ran through a couple. Nice. And then th- they got Sandman, and it, uh, it the crowd responded to it, yeah. so they just kept it. That was before player egos. Egos. Yeah, I mean, if Mariano chose his own music, I don't think it might have got him personally like, 
pumped up, but the crowd wouldn't be like, would have been some fun Panamanian reggaeton or something. Yeah. Or maybe that's why it was the perfect closer song. It got the crowd juiced up. Oh, yeah. It got the other team messed up. And Mariano's just like, I kind of hate this fucking song. Yeah. It's a little in your face. I am not excited. It's a little in your face for me. I'm a much more relaxed guy. (laughs) I've got a good Panamanian fishing soundtrack I want to throw on. (laughs) You try this one. Try this one. Sitting on the dock of the bay in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wild Thing. Waiting for the morning sun. Didn't Grant Balfour have one? That was crazy. In the San Francisco Bay. All right, Mariano, cut it. Yeah. This is terrible. Even that song, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, when you listen to the lyrics, it's depressing. Wouldn't it be a bad closer song? Wouldn't it get the crowd so much into it? I don't know. Any song, if but the crowd's... But wasting time? You're kind of saying the hitters are wasting time? Yeah. Otis Redding was saying uh, he was wasting time with his life. He was very, de- yeah. he was very depressed. We all are, Otis. Thank you. Nice. Okay. What else do we got? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Jake and I had a, had a had a time last night at Duffy's in Tampa. Yeah. What do we need? What do we need to run through? What's what's the? All right. Let me do spring a quick... training synopsis. No, no one cares. We did that all on talking eggs. I want to tell them about the waitress yesterday. Right, but that's not how this kind of totally works. Okay. Waitress yesterday was the most drunkest woman ever. <laughs> she walked. Yeah. She walked up to Jake and mine table. Drinking a drink. Sure. Didn't hand us menus. No. Didn't say the words hi or nope. hello. Nope. Just walked up and said, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want without an emphasis on the what? <laughs> and we, we should also say, and this is why I wanted you to paint a little picture, Jim. This was at like 930 at night. We got there midway through the Duke game. We wanted to go out um, to watch the Duke Carolina game somewhere. And uh, we just, we were working on stuff. We did Talking Yanks yesterday. Um, our buddy Nick FaceTimed us, and we were doing silly stuff, and that was fun. But so, all right, we're running kind of late. <clears throat> Neither of us had had a real meal. No. We, all day. We each had, like, a power bar. I had some oatmeal. I had a leg up. So I was, and again, so we're at 930 And your at power bar was much more filling I was, than mine. Yeah, I had a power, power bar, because I'm a powerful guy. Um, we went to one place that got re- recommended, Bahama Joe's, Bahama Mama's. Bahama Breeze. Bahama Breeze, um, which had decent vibes. It was on the water. Uh, there was some live music. The live music was way too loud. I couldn't hear a thing. Um, so that ruled out the outside area. And then we came inside, and the bar was, like, very much not a hangout and watch a game bar. So it was, like, fight or flight, fight or flight. And it was like, let's go. Let's go. This, this is risky. This ends up with us getting weird meals and me getting a funky drink that I don't like. Let's just go to, like, a sports bar. So we head to Duffy's. And, yeah, so we're like, all right, we'll sit in the bar area, a couple, couple guys watching a game. And that's when the waitress interaction, I want... <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Um, so I just, I did I did the casual like ah uh, a couple waters would be great and then uh, is there are there any beer specials like Bing just nailed it and she goes this is two for five and it was like okay what we looked at her like because that doesn't mean anything for us and she's like yeah you know it's you could get. Two furs on wells and some beers and some some mixed drinks, all, all drinks. She was either and then brain she dead or very, either, yeah, <laughs> either brain dead or very drunk. Jake, I was like Jake. Let's go back to the host stand and say we want a table on the floor and not sit at the bar because I can't deal with that waitress. We couldn't do it. Yeah, and it was like it was one of those weird freezing pockets like that. One table in the restaurant was just freezing. So So after she went missing for a while, she was clearly drunk. We're like, all right, we got to bail on this plan. Went back up to the host. The host was a little... At first, he was kind of stern with us. He was like... I think he was a manager that was participating on all... Floor. Yeah, he he got subbed in, so he's a little happy that he, or unhappy that he had to be subbed in because his waitress was blackout drunk. <laughs> 
And then so he seated us and he was like half disappointed in us. He's like, wow, you guys stuck it out at the bar that long and now you're going to bail? Like it was almost like a shot at us. Then we sit down. He takes our drinks. Uh, he takes a while with the drinks because I don't think, again, that's in his line of responsibilities. We realize we're now at the girl's table that was supposed to be taking care of us at the bar. So now we're doing a... Do we leave again? Do we leave a second restaurant? We're not picky at all. <laughs> we just want some bar food and maybe a beer. Uh, comes with the beer. We do the, can we, Jimmy gave him the, can we please order with you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, next time someone talks to us, we need to order. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't her. So I was like, can we order with you? And he was like, please. He was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And that he had, once we came out with our aggression, he was into us. He was like, okay, you guys. You guys are really sticking us out tonight. Yeah. I, I respect that. And the food ended up being pretty good. Yeah. And uh, so that's the end of the drunk And then we had, another, we had another waiter take us over after that. The yeah. waitress was tapped out. She, it was fun watching her walk around. Yeah. Just Jim, so Jim saw other tables gossiping about her. He, she handed the bill to a couple, and they just went over it with a fine-tooth comb. Like, there's fine-tooth. No way this is right. No way this, no is, way this is right. Is right. Uh, so, yeah, go to Duffy's in Tampa. Highlight of my night was... Uh, Jake's tweet that has since been deleted because Ooh. the general public doesn't like good humor. Yeah, but I was I was melting on the other side of the booth because I thought it was hilarious. You were melting. We were starting to get into that tired, silly mode for sure. Aubrey Huff um, and <laughs> Aubrey. It's, it's on our topics. Oh, okay. It's on the national news, but uh, yeah, Aubrey Huff, former former MLB player, went uh, went off the deep end and just sent us into a spiral. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, let's go straight into the Tri-State Update. Landon Collins cleans out his locker, probably done with the Giants. Richmond beats Fordham 72-69. UConn women beat Memphis 104-45. to 104-45? <laughs> yep. Islanders lose to the Flames 4-2. St. John's loses by 19 to Providence. Sorry, Albert. Sorry, Albert. NBA returns. Tim's Nets host the Trailblazers. There was the fun Zach Britton Boone story from a couple days ago. A-Rod's at the Mets camp. <laughs> gets more bizarre the more I think of it. A-Rod is at the Mets camp dressed for winter when it's clearly above 85 degrees. And God damn it. Jim Bayheim hit a guy in his car that died. Play, play the sound. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you from the Jim Bayheim thing. Not that can't guy. can't just though. say Jim Bayheim kills a guy. He does. That's like the actual headline that the Syracuse papers are doing because he did. He was driving on the highway last night and there was a guy on the road. Yes, but I mean, car. I mean, that's like absolutely horrendous. That guy did suicide by highway and Jim Bayheim had to be, happened to be the random driver. Uh, they don't know yet. They don't know. The car was apparently pulled over. I think there was other people there, so they don't know if it was like they were flagging for help. Were they drunk? But um, kind of crazy news for a Syracuse team that had beat Duke this year. They were looking for the tournament, so that's uh, kind of breaking news this morning from It's not really in the vibe. JJR. But yeah, now we're going to get away from it. But something you should know and watch out for and be careful on the highways. I know someone who hit a guy that was suicide by walking. Right. And I saw the aftermath of when you are the person that were driving the car that just was randomly someone jumped in front to end their life and now you have to deal with the damage. So I am sensitive to if this if that's what happened to Bayheim. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to read it kills a guy. <laughs> well that's why I well I thought we were, we we're done talking about it. But yeah, it's Going to be really interesting to see how it plays out because I mean, Bayheim was at the kind of at the end of his Syracuse career, and um, you know, the tourney season's coming up, and I mean, we're we're talking about a lot of things like can Jim Bayheim go to jail and stuff, and I, what does this do to him mentally? Is just an older guy, um, so let's get away from it and mm -hmm. talk about. And I think of all the ridiculous stories, A-Rod at Mets camp, you'd think that wouldn't jump out, but the more I think about it. It's one of the most ridiculous things I can think of. Well, no. He works for Fox Baseball and ESPN Baseball, so right. he's probably just on location doing a show. Is he, though? That's what I would have guessed. 
haven't seen the show yet. <laughs> so yeah. I, I hope so. Or does he live in that part of Florida? I mean, A-Rod lives in every part of Florida. He's Miami. Yeah, you're right. You know, he went to the U, kind of. Um, A-Rod... I'm more concerned with he's wearing two long sleeve shirts and 85 degrees. Yeah, he's wearing he's wearing a nice Thanksgiving Christmas outfit to go to Met Spring training camp, um, which is a hilarious A Rod move. Um, but he's all he's kind of, he's in spring training mode. Like we saw the players, they're wearing those heavy pullovers because they're in spring training mode and they want to sweat. Yeah, they're lighter. A Rod's doing the same thing. <laughs> it's just so sweaty. A Rod's a creature of habit. Like <laughs> spring rolls around, A Rod wants to be doing the same stuff. Um, as part of his ESPN show, Pivot. So yeah, he's filming. Pivot. Pivot. Hey, I have that. Pivot. Is it a new ESPN show? Because I've never seen or heard of Pivot. Yeah, I guess so. Did A-Rod just make up the show so he could go to Matt's camp? Probably. And he was doing some silly stuff. He was hanging out with Cano and calling him like his, was he calling him his brother or his son or something like that? Or his pupil? I didn't see that. And until Bryce Harper signs, here's a little fun fact, Jim. The top five MLB contracts ever, all signed by Dominican guys. That's good. Yeah. Get paid. Good relations. Um, Well done. But uh, yeah, if you had A-Rod wearing a nice holiday, winter holiday outfit at spring training, at (laughs) Met Spring Training, I mean, there's just some ridiculous irony. The guy... The guy truly does love baseball so much. Yeah, he's a nut job. He's just kind of a weird guy. Uh, it's funny because a, a Jeter didn't love baseball right. in the same way. Like Jeter says he never watched a game that he didn't play in. And then he went to hang out with A-Rod one time, and A-Rod had the MLB package and multiple TVs and every game on, and Jeter was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> You're a sick fuck. Love A-Rod, <laughs> man. What a weirdo. Um, you want to hit the Brit and Boone story real quick? It's a little synopsis. Yeah, it's a little dated. Uh, Boone protected Britain in the last year's ALCS. Uh, we won't get into the decision making at all, but it's right. cool to hear when managers protect players because they got Britain for only a short while. They traded for him last season. He was on the Yankees just for the end of the season. Then he was going to become a free agent, and he he was bad in uh, August, good in September. And he injured himself in the playoffs. No one knew this. He needed to get an MRI and couldn't pitch game three. And Cashman gave Boone the green light. You can tell the media about this. Right. And Boone, being a former player, said immediately said, I don't want to ruin his free agency. Because if people know that he's hurt going into the offseason, he might get less money. And that's a really nice move. And Britain respected the hell out of it and was like, that's classy as fuck. Yeah. How many first-year managers would do that? And I, we talked about ties into Boone being a player and stuff. But yeah, it was, it was a nice little story that leaked out. A little, I guess. And it didn't affect his free agency that much because the Yankees were the highest yeah. bidder. And maybe that was some of the strategy by the Yankees. Like, well, I this think, will help bring him back. I think everything the Yankees do is to help bring people to yeah. them. Yeah. Business. NBA returns. Tim's Nets hosting the Trailblazers. They're going to make that final part of the season playoff push. St. John's loses by 19 to the Friars. Albert, you're both lumped in. Hello, McFly. I think St. John's is fine. Um, Islanders lose to the Flames. Okay, let's go. Boring. <laughs> you you don't talk UConn women? Oh, oh, not. You have a show for that. I don't want to hear a thing about it. I'm talking UConn women. You're going to have to play the sound effect again. <sighs> I, I just, so I do do Talking Huskies podcast, KT Sharp. Go check it out if you, if you want a college basketball team to look into. Jim, so, so UConn left the Big East, joined the American Athletic Conference. Mm-hmm. The UConn women have never lost an American conference game. Undefeated lifetime in conference. None of those stats impress me. Because I love it's it. so lopsided. Like There's it, some parody this year. You're missing out. Between what, four UConn's teams? got two losses. Oh, all that parody. Yeah, I'm telling you. Do you want me to play the noise again? Yep. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off and then land your head like a helicopter. The Tar Heels go into Duke Cameron Indoor Stadium and they take 
on the Duke Blue Devils, and they beat them bad. Zion, the last Zion, gets hurt in literally the first play of the game, nine seconds in. His sneaker came out. Turn on any sports outlet, and you will see it instantly. As we mentioned earlier, Aubrey Huff started losing his mind on Twitter, got into an interaction with Keith Law. That's one of our favorite things ever. Georgia, them dogs, lose a game because of a fan. Literally, fan gets a technical. Georgia loses the game. Jim was in, in disbelief about that run. I hate Seton Hall. LeBron, intensity level activated for the rest of the season. Cool, man. We're two-thirds of the way through the year. Emotions could push Philly to sign Bryce Harper. They were, they're saying... That first one, North Carolina. Uh, emotions are pushing Philly, not money or or the need for a good player. Well, I thought that's what I wanted to talk about. I so everything's turned because Machado got the money he asked for, and nobody expected it. So now everyone's like, now well, who's gonna make an emotional decision to sign Bryce Harper? So now whoever signs Bryce Harper, it's not because they wanted him it's and they response. had him on their radar. It's like. Whoa. A response. Machado. So, like, <laughs> just imagine being in the front office and being like, wait, so if I sign one of the best free agents ever, it's going to get called an emotional, unthought-out decision? <laughs> like, that, what? <laughs> they really jumped on this. Ah, oh, God. We we blew it. We signed him. You want to talk about Zion's shoe? That's, like, one of the biggest stories. It's the biggest story in sort. You want to talk about the shoe? How about all those hilarious shoe accounts? Oh, my God. There's like five Zion shoe accounts already. I hate that aspect of Twitter. It's right. so unoriginal. It's tough. It's so unoriginal. Anyway, Zion shoe is ridiculous. I Didn't I have a theory last night? You tell me. I had a Goonies theory. Okay. The uh, guy that was going up against Zion, is was it Matt May or something like that? Luke May. Luke May. I think he did the... Uh, uh, what's the kid from Goonies? I had this well thought out last night when okay. I was si- when I was in silly, overtired mode, and sure. now I'm, now I'm not in silly no, overtired it's not mode. There. It's tough <laughs> so to find it's, again. It's tough to get into this. But um, slick shoes, slick shoes from the Goonies. You've seen the Goonies? Yeah, I don't remember it well because oh, when they're they're crossing the wooden plank over the river, and he goes slick shoes, engage, and then his shoes release oil, right. and then the bad guys slip and fall. That's the theory. Luke May did some slick shoes. Right where he knew Zion was going to plant his foot, Not but then, then I watched the highlight. That didn't even happen. Maybe he put down gum and the shoe got stuck. Couple different things. Slick shoes is in play. Um, this that was one of the first things I kind of jumped to because this rivalry has had like prank wars before. Like they've stolen jerseys and stuff. They've stolen like mascot heads because it's eight mile away. It's one of those like they try doing some high school stuff and sometimes there's like one out of ten is cool and the other nine you're like, what are we really doing here? So someone razor bladed. So I, I was wondering. Someone razor bladed his. My shoes. brain kind of jumped there. I haven't heard anyone talk about it yet because the biggest thing is like nobody's really seen that happen to a shoe. <laughs> um, this does tie into another thing, um, James is that, well, everyone's doing the whole, oh, Zion got hurt. Is he going to play again? Should he go to the NBA? How much lose he, money could he potentially lose? Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to give a shout-out to my guy, Kenny Poon, that I do some that we do some talking Nick stuff with. And he said he's... The only concern he has about Zion is how his body will actually hold up. And I know this is a shoe thing. But, dude, like, LeBron has had zero injuries ever. Like, he's a robot machine beast. And my buddy Kenny was saying, like, yo, like, he's a freak and he's awesome, but, like, just 280 pounds, 6'7", like, his whole life, <laughs> basically. Like, what does that do to your joints and stuff like that? So, I don't know. I, this this could be nothing that gets laughed at in many years, or it could be, like, a body can't do this. I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it drops him some picks, and then he gets nope. to sue Nike for the damages that his shoe led to, because that's a fun saga. Nike's got to be shitting their pants. Like it's re- like uh, honestly, I love when when 
things like this are so funny and they become memes, but the real world effects for them. Zion was probably crying his eyes out. I mean, I'm a glass half full. No, I think I think Zion. I think he knew it wasn't tour. If you saw the injury, it was weird, but it wasn't bad. I don't know. Could have been a Booby Miles situation. Boo Miles. Um, I. I mean, I'm a. I don't know if this is glass half full or just thinking we're all sheep. To me, this is just a future marketing campaign. For who? For Zion and Nike. You just. Oh, go, they're gonna team up. Oh yeah, we're gonna say yeah. We had we had we had to make a stronger shoe. Like they show the clip in there. It's in black and white. The and Zion like, shoe, and it's just a fucking clunk of metal with chains. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> telling you. Um, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be made out of like Teflon or something. Um, <laughs> I I. I like sabotage because I've never seen a shoe rip like that. Sure. People are like, well, Zion's big. Like, fucking Shaq wore shoes. So let's say it's a mild knee sprain. He's out. He's traditionally out a week and a half. Would, would you, like, I what know it's impossible had, to do. Would he you gets play? The yip, well, he gets the yips. He can never trust shoes again. Been there. You're anti-trusting shoes? Underwear. Oh. Underwear yips. Uh, yeah, I'd play. Yeah, he's probably gonna play. He's built like a tank. He can still do some kind of legendary stuff in college. And they were, they were, this morning they were talking about guys that have gotten hurt and missed like their full rookie year. And it's not an impressive list, but there is a list. So I don't know. Zion's gonna be fine. And I got some compliments, Jim, from my ticket sales number one pick thing. People were like, "Yo, that's like so true." So I felt smart for a little bit yesterday. Nice, and then no one got to watch Zion play. And then no one got to watch Zion play. How about how? What a beautiful thing. Let's um. Let's uh. Pivot to Keith Law and Aubrey Huff because it's, it's my your favorite storyline. Story favorite story of the year? No, but it's my favorite Twitter action. February twenty first. Favorite Twitter interaction of the year for sure. So Aubrey Huff. Was favorite a, national sports news of the year. No, but favorite. What Twitter. do you have above it? I got to figure it out, but I'm gonna say this isn't it. I think it is, but okay. Uh. Keith Law is the I like the lacrosse player that can't is, has his head too big for a helmet almost beats this as a story. <laughs> That's, <tough>. That's, <laughs> That's a better story. Uh, Aubrey Huff was a baseball player. He's retired now, and he is an old grouch who hates all the new yeah. analytics. He was a solid baseball guy, corner infield, corner outfield. wasn't great defensively. Had a couple pretty solid hitting years. If you're not familiar, his stats were similar to Machado's. He cherry-picked a bunch of stats that made him and Machado look like similar players before they hit free agency right. and said, like, how come I didn't get money? Blah, blah, Anyway, um, so he's going on this whole tangent, and people are responding to him and like, hey, you know, swing, hard hit rate, uh, all that. It came at him with the analytics. Launch angle. They're war. all, that's, that's new. War. He's like, what the fuck is war? Are like real stats. And then... Out of nowhere, unprovoked. Wait, can we before we get to Keith Law? I want to I want to read his other one that I retweeted because I I think I think that <laughs> he goes Happy Gilmore on him. Aubrey Huff goes. <laughs> where is it? Lost it. War spin rate launch angle. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm a home run average RBIs kind of guy. But most important thing, all these geeky new stats were invented by nerds that want. Couldn't cut it in the big league. So he came out He came out with the power play, and then he fully brought the dagger. He, I, he I, made a target. I love how un, so out of the loop of uh, like the internet and just public opinion he is that he drops the, like, the nerds play and doesn't know that that's such a meme now. Right. Like, people just say that jokingly, ironically. He like, still thinks the nerds are the meme where he's actually being the meme. Dude, this is how society has flipped, and this is another Cheers thing. Right. In Cheers, I talked to my parents about this. Sam Malone is like, he calls himself a babe hound. Right. And he sleeps with a different woman, and like everything he says to every girl is some sleazy pickup line. And I was like, Mom, Dad, when Cheers was out, was that like lame? Or was he cool? Was and they were cool. like, no, it was, he was the cool character. Right. Like, you rooted Fonzie. for him. Yeah. And, yes. 
And then nowadays, it's like that's completely flipped. Where I watch and like Sam is pathetic. Like I think right. I think he's so lame. I like I, there's another side to him that I really like, but that side's so lame. Same thing with Aubrey Huff. He grew up in this time where he the nerds were fucking nerds, right? And he was the cool guy. And it's totally flipped now to where like no, you're dumb jock. And right. Having a brain is cool, and he's he's hasn't caught up. It's beautiful. Yeah. How life can just flip. So anyway, mm-hmm. he. Tags Keith Law, who we've I, we if you listen to John Mojic Radio from the beginning, I've had my run-ins with Keith Law. Yeah, he's this he's a little geeky, ornery. I don't like Keith scout. Law. Yeah, uh, he but his Twitter bio, Keith Law's Twitter bio is like fun ruiner, so he knows who he is. Yeah, he knows what he's bringing. <laughs> so Aubrey Huff at tweets Keith Law and says Keith Law is the poster child for the new era of pointless stat geeks. These guys weren't good enough to actually play baseball, but found a way to use irrelevant stats like launch angle and spin rate to be relevant and be around a game that didn't want them between the lines. <laughs> and Keith, <laughs> Keith Law's response. <laughs> yeah. Keith, so Keith Law gets this, processes it, and says, hey, what am I going to do? Okay, so... Out of nowhere, Keith Law gets tagged into this. Like, oh shit, Aubrey Huff's drunk, and now he's right. now just tagged me. Like, people are expecting me to respond. Keith Law comes back with, "You think an invisible sky fairy made people?" <laughs> he he went nuclear. That's what I that's what I said to you when you read that. Like, there's there's a lot of way you could go high road, you could get in the weeds, or you could drop the nuke. And Keith Law went nuke because in Aubrey Huff's belief bio the second word is like believer so keith law went sky fairy on him (laughs) (laughs) and someone responded because i said this is my favorite interaction and they're like i don't like either of these guys are like me neither they're both being so impressively obtuse and mean (laughs) for no reason (laughs) just because they're bored on twitter they're just gonna yell at each other uh and then my favorite part of the whole saga has now been deleted from the internet right is Jake thought of a tweet to respond, a quote tweet, because he loved it so much. We were we were laughing. We started laughing and getting silly, and I thought I had a funny response, but I was like, dude, this isn't mainstream funny, but like, I think you'd like this. I was sent into a 10-minute giggle fit. Yeah, you were gone, which, uh, <laughs> which forced my hand, which I didn't want to tweet it, but basically... <laughs> Do you want to read the tweet? I said, well, I said, I remember it. Okay. Not really. I I said Aubrey Huff was never an all star, but he did kiss my dad. So ah, you butchered it. Aubrey Huff has Aubrey Huff also has eight. Aubrey Huff also has zero. <laughs> Aubrey Huff also has zero all star appearances and made out with my dad. So yeah. So that sent you Kissing and making fit. out big difference. And I was I was wondering what were going to be the ramifications <laughs> here. Made out with my dad. <laughs> Does Aubrey Huff get involved? And if he reads that tweet, what's he thinking about? Is he thinking about the time he made out with my dad? <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple people were confused by this. It's just, it's kind of this, it's a joke we have that kind of throws people off their heels because <laughs> they're like, what? Because normally the joke would be, this is this is kind of where this conversation started. Like the old joke was like, oh yeah, dude, I, I banged your mom. <laughs> so it's kind of taking that joke, putting it on its head and being like... <laughs> You made out with my dad. <laughs> I was I was at the baseball game. Yeah, I it, turned to left field, and you were with my dad making. <laughs> it's it's so. it, it's uh it's not mainstream because everyone was no. responding like, "Can you explain this?" What did that one kid say to you? Like, "Ah, oh, what's this about Jake?" And you're like, "Oh, just trying to fight crazy with crazy." And he goes, "I understand that." But what's about what about him making out with your what dad? What about the dad making out part? Because that part kind of went ex- unexplained. Um, uh, someone tweeted at me like, "What's the story here?" It was a three liker. But you're you're kind of right. Like we talk you talk about how you're watching Cheers and how Sam's character changed, and then I don't know if you watch a TV show like Workaholics, you see some weird, silly stuff and guys guys making fun of themselves to a degree. Like I want if if we if there was a TV show in five years and we dropped. Like, I think that could be a really good scene. Like, if there's three three guys and three guys at, at a bar and they're, you know, t- do we fight these guys? What do we do? And the one guy on the douchey side is like, oh, well, you know, I would fight, but I'm on my way to bang your mom. 
and <laughs> bang my mom. I saw but, you making out with my dad <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> like I think that would be good. I think people would get that. No, it's good humor. Okay. But no one understood your tweet, which then made me laugh because we were like, made how, you like it a little how many likes are we going to get on this tweet? And I think it was a hard three liker. It was a three liker. Three bagger. Since been deleted because everyone actually thought Aubrey Huff made out with your dad, which is actually the part that makes it funnier to me. Yeah. I like confusing people. It was a good time. Anyway. Can we talk about the... Let's talk about the... Let's pivot. Pivot! To UGA. It's tied, I think oh, it was yeah. like... I I'll let you the, go with it. This shocked you. I don't know what the score was. And it's 67 to 67 with like four seconds left. And who was UGA playing? They were playing uh, another SEC basketball team, Mississippi State, I okay, think. Okay, so they're playing the other team. The other team's at the line to take the lead with a couple seconds left. Right. The free throw shooter, yep. most pressure-filled free throw of his life, maybe. Maybe. He misses it to keep the game tied. Yeah. As soon as the ball hits the rim, a fan throws a stuffed animal onto the court. It didn't affect his shot. It happened afterwards. Yeah. But a fan threw a stuffed animal onto the court, and they're like, what the fuck? Technical. He gets another shot. Yeah. They win the game. Bangs it. It's unreal. Final, 68 to 67. Yeah, and this is a... If this game mattered, if it wasn't these two teams, maybe it wouldn't have happened if this game mattered. But if you're... Like, here's all my thoughts. There's so many people that want to murder this kid. Right. If this kid has a great story. And maybe it was... Ooh, you're maybe, going there. Maybe it was a Mississippi State fan that did it. Right. Imagine if it was a Mississippi State fan that did it and he got his team the win. Just because it was in Georgia doesn't mean all the fans are Georgia fans. I, I'm actually now rooting that this was a Mississippi State fan and he got his team the win. Maybe he bet on the game. Maybe he had huge money on the game. On Mississippi State to win. Yeah. So maybe it's worthwhile. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of ways. We need to find out who the guy was that threw it and why the reasons were. Because now I love it. If this guy, what if he changed his life? He had big money on Mississippi State winning, and he was panicking like crazy. Holy shit, I need, to do, I need to do something here. I need to take this into my own hands. Looks around the stadium, looks around the crowd, finds a little kid with a stuffed animal, rips it out of their hands, throws it onto the court. Everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? He's sweating bullets. He put his whole life saving on Mississippi winning, and the guy just missed the shot. Yeah. Now they get to redo it because they think it was a Georgia fan. They make the shot. That dude's life is not ruined. And he goes and buys the kid another stuffed animal. I said, sorry about that. Yeah, so I never thought about the Mississippi State aspect because that's that's an all-time hero move. That's a that leaks out, and He's you got a sick grandma you, that they can now care for. You don't. Well, no, I didn't even get to the gambling yet. You, you're free beers for life in Starkville forever. You're you're the first ever non-basketball player to win your team a game. That's really impressive. The betting stuff is pretty wild because you're absolutely right. And that makes me think this rule is horseshit because like gambling's becoming such a prevalent thing. Like people could do this. Like this could become a regular thing. If you if you start awarding free throws for stuff getting thrown on the court, someone has the it's over. Actually, it's actually worse than like the punishment. Well, you should get if you bet the over and then bring a bunch of shit and just throw it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm saying, like, at first I was like, wow, I think everyone did something right. They threw something on the court. I got another free throw. That's what happened. Um, and then I was kind of, I guess I was too far in Negativeville. I was like, okay, you know, if a player does something s- dumb, like if this was just a player on the bench who got, like, a technical, was yelling at the referee, and the referee kind of took things into his own hands, called a tee, they got another shot or something, like they would kill that player. Kick him off the team. I can't wait for him to graduate, blah, blah, blah. That never happens with a fan. I wish you could do that with a fan. Yeah. You but know you, what I'm saying? Like, if this was just a legitimate Georgia fan having a bad time, like, there's no way to just revoke his fanhood. Be like, no, sir, you're... Yeah, I think... In, in Even not, when you're at home, you can't root for us anymore. Yeah. You lost us a game. Yeah, and honestly, I think he was trying to make the dude miss his free throw. And it, right. and he, but he, but he was late to the throw. But uh, idiot. I like my theory a lot. 
A lot of theories. I like my then, story. Sick grandma stole the stuffed animal from a little kid. Bought her a new one. Maybe. Got his money. Probably got escorted out. If they found him, he was really small. Le- in in the fastest growing league, the best player said his intensity level has been activated. Yeah, he always turns it on. We're two thirds of the way through the season. That's that's how he's been. And doing people it for a still years. like it. It's good. Good yeah. for good for everyone. I hate seeing all. Yeah, because you you lost. Uh, we have uh, they lost. You lost your bet. They lost the bet. And you did too. For me. <laughs> Let's go into Zigal. Mm-hmm. This weekend, we have the World Golf Championship in Mexico. Your golf voice is ridiculous, guess, by the way. Guess who I picked? I know who you picked. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's on the screen. Yeah. I picked Tony Finau. Yeah. My backup is Tiger Woods in case Tony dies. Who? Tiger Woods. You know what? The T's. Oh, all T team. T team. I picked Tony Finau because I did this at the last second because there's a lot right. going on in my brain all the time and I forget exactly why I picked him. But okay. there was some reasoning at the time. Okay. Do you know what Finau looks like? He's kind of a funny looking guy. I, the way you'd remember him, I forget if it was the Masters last year. I think he got... Oh, he was the guy, he hit a hole-in-one on the par three, and then he, like, jacked up his ankle, and then he still played really good in the Masters. You remember that? Kind of a funny-looking guy, right? Not really. Looks like he's got a hammer. Oh, yeah, this guy's got a big dick. Big. He's a guy you look at, and you're like... <laughs> it's, you're right. Something no. about his length and his, like, nose. <laughs> like, you just know that guy's... You think it comes out by that guy's got a Tony s- Finau dick? Stellar rig. Think he's having nice treat. Googled it. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, Tight pants, dick. Uh, uh, yeah, that's just a that's a breeze. Go to the white pants pick. <laughs> no, no, that's Rory. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Good pick. You like that pick? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you take? I feel like he's the kind of guy. He's he's the Ian Desmond of golf. What? Like, if he has a big tournament, he has a big tournament. Like, uh, he'll, we can make he'll, he'll, Puerto- be, he'll be top three or he'll barely make the cut. I forgot. To, did you make a Puerto Rican Open pick? No. Do we ha- I don't think we have to. I think that's next week. It's just like you can make the pick now. Oh, it's listed as 21st. Yeah, there's Shit. two. Shit. We might have to delete that. Why? Everyone else did it. Okay. What do you want to delete? It's not like a real event. Like Nobody cares about it. People have picked. People got their picks in. Okay. Did anyone else pick for now? I can't see the details. Yeah, started yet. Who'd you pick? Thanks, Jim. I uh, so we we got into some manalytics, and I actually picked the other guy that popped up on your screen when we were looking at Tony Finau's wiener. Um, easy Jordan gag. It's not two of us. It's the WGC. Um. And there's two events. But I picked uh, Rory. Rory McIlroy. Because he's just going to win it. The His biggest competition this week has been your biggest competition this week. What's that? The sun. Bingo. Yeah. If Rory's got someone applying his sunscreen in a strong enough SPF, he's going to win. But if he's doing it with his own hands, too greasy. Mm-hmm. And if he's not doing it, he's going to get cooked. Mm-hmm. Boy from across the pond. I didn't do it with my own. I did. I had a lady spray me in the nose yesterday. That was pretty nice. That was a nice, another, if we did like a silly, like moments in sports that not sports fans don't get that make sports awesome, like that would be on it. A moment in sports that not sports fans don't get, but would be awesome. A moment in sports that non-sports fans don't get, but are awesome. Okay. Was when that lady that sprayed was, that lady, on my nose. That lady was doing the, the total mom move of not asking your kid at all. Like, it wasn't an option. The, oh, mom, no. the mom walked up to the kid and was just spraying him with sunscreen lotion. This isn't a conversation. You're getting dumped. We were just walking by, and you, you went, oh, can I get a little bit on the nose? 
she turned and she was she was ready to point and shoot. She was in your face. Yeah, she almost. And then she recoiled and she was <laughs> yeah. like, "What if this is like a joke?" Yeah. She she went, <laughs> she went right quick, like she was get, done. Get me? And then she paused and she said, "Wait, are you serious?" And I was like, "Yeah." You said, "Yeah," and then she sprayed it right on your nose. It was, like, it was a very nice moment. A human moment. Humans of Tampa. I'm gonna put it in my book called Humans of Tampa. You know they have Humans of New York, the like right. website in the book. Humans of Tampa. I bet Humans of Tampa is a thing. That was one of those popular things for a while. Yeah, but... Everyone was doing... Dude, people were doing like humans of the different airports and stuff. Yeah, but the humans of Tampa is gross. Ooh, it's tough. <laughs> Just walking around finding people to talk to? It's tough. I don't, I don't think it exists. Let's see if it's an Instagram account. Um, better of the day. It's the better of the day. Better of the day. Better of the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big mistakey. Jimmy, Jimmy saw it coming and got out of the way because it was a stupid. You cheated. How'd I cheat? What condition was I in when I made that pick? Tell the people. Yeah, Jake doesn't remember anything from yesterday's show, but not because he was drunk or under the influence of anything. Anything. He was just very tired. Like Artie Cruz, he might be in the chat right now. Sometimes he is. He re, re, <laughs> he re, he tweeted to me the next morning uh, your quote and was like, "What was it? You're not something. You're failing. You're not recovering. You're failing." I forget what it was. Okay. But I told you the next morning that like that is actually a good soundboard clip, and you had. Zero idea where I didn't know it was something I said. Yeah, it sounds like a great clip. I just didn't know I said that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've 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 been out of it for a little bit now. I'll take my loser, and I do remember saying this. I said it's the point in the season, and we actually saw it in that Mississippi State Georgia game. Georgia has one SEC win, and Mississippi State's a fringe tournament team. So it's that time of the season where you see are are the teams going to give up give them a fight and make it a game and try to kind of ruin other team seasons? Or is the other team going to make a push towards the finals? Uh, Mississippi State got their butt saved um, by but someone gambling on the game. My my thing, Jake, and I don't know if you remember, right. why I knew Xavier was going to give him a game. Right. Because my classic formula, I found I found a team. The Xavier, redemption game. Redemption game. And they they got beat. They got blown out by Creighton. Right. And then beat Creighton. They the got, Creighton factor was ridiculous. They got blown Not out. They got blown out by Seton Hall. They fight back. It's it's a it's a te- well-tested theory. No, it's dumb. But now I'm conscious again. So I will end the week with three winners. You're that's, actually, that's uh, you're one for your last four. Which yeah. I think might your hot stretch. It might this might be a break. I'm also on four for my last three, four, four and three in my last seven. So dead's still hot. Don't worry about that. Um, luckily, the NBA is back. As is my our, my brain cells. This is easy one. Quick free money. I'm going with the favorites. That's what Poppy Gordo's best at. The 76ers are hosting the Heat minus six. Philly is favored. The 76ers hosting the Heat. The 37-21 and 21 76ers. They got their new toys. They just, they're coming off the All-Star break. Philadelphia is still going to be rocking. They're excited for the second half. They want to get a better seed. They want to win the East. The Heat are limping in. They're 26-30. and 30. They're coming to Philadelphia. Everyone just had a nice All-Star break. They were either in Miami or they went. They were either in Miami or home. And now they're going up to Philly. No one's excited about it. It's not the second half of the season they're looking for. The 76ers are going to cover the six points too easy. Okay. Heat v. 76ers. Yep. The Heat just beat the Mavericks. Right. For the All-Star break. Yeah. Yeah. I got to find Heat 76ers a game now where they played each other, see what happened. Okay. He's going. He's going. He's going. Think, think it has it not happened? Is that a possibility? They may have not played yet, which would be surprising, which means they're going to play a lot coming down the stretch. Now, here we go. 76ers blew them there out by 10. That was in Miami. In November. 
And that is the last one. Okay. So, I like the 76ers to win. Okay. Got to find out how much the Heat are going to try. Did they have a big pump-up speech like, hey, we're, we're not, this season's not it. Right. But if you want next season to be it, then you got to finish strong. It starts this season. It's, that starts, next season starts now. Okay. Put in the work. So are they going to... And I mean, they could still sneak into the playoffs if they start winning some games. Yeah, but the 76ers... The, the Heat are tied for the eighth seed in the East. Okay, so maybe they're so gonna if put you them... want if you want that motivation, you can have it. Right now, my Sixers are the fifth seed. They're tied for the fourth seed with Boston. Um, the Pacers are still ahead of them, even after they've lost Oladipo. They've still been playing good ball. Philly needs to get some home court. They need to get ahead of they need to get ahead of Boston if they want to do anything in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they're they're turning it on. Haven't you picked 76ers before? Um, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and you won. You picked yep. them to be... Undefeated <clears throat> when I picked the 76ers. And for that reason, and I don't think you can lose three in a row. I don't think you're that warm yet. You were brain dead. I was unconscious. Yeah. In a bad way. Not the fun unconscious. No, yeah. The fun unconscious. So, for that reason... Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Amen, brother. I am agreeing with you. You know, Magic Sam was watching... Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine the other day. Yeah, it's a random episode, and it was the scene where the guy says, "Jake is stupid, or you're smart," and he was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. I'm about okay. to poop. All right, Jake's leaving because he got to go to the bathroom. I got to find Enter Sandman because I'm an idiot and I got out of here again. Enter Sandman, a song Thanks for listening. that uh, Odd Shark is a good website for telling stats. Tells you the last matchup between the two teams. Oh, nice. I just like fumble around ESPN a lot. Here's Enter Sandman, a song that's just so in your face. And takes forever to get to the lyrics part. I hate it. I hate it so much. See you guys.